Well, today's uh, communion, and it's a very simple message, a very simple understanding. It just needs to be believed. That's the key component because communion should be a day of advancement. It is the plan of God. I mean, there's plan A, there's no plan B. That's it. It's the most violent, forceful military act in the Bible. People don't see it that way. I think it's just nice we take communion. Let's try to understand and appropriate this by faith through understanding. Please, if anything, and there's so many things that can change our lives in the Bible, but this, my goodness, and the fact that you can do this and God allows it and commands us to do it, it's beyond our understanding. In Luke chapter 22, he begins with a dialogue and he says, the hour has now come. And he sat down with his 12 apostles. And he said unto them, with desire, I have a desire to eat this supper with you before I suffer. Can you imagine that? He's telling them, this is going to be really hard for me. I'm about to endeavor in, in a suffering that beyond anyone's understanding. But I so desire to sit with you. I desire to have my last meal with you. Men, please, come to this room and sit with me. Sense the atmosphere. Sense the tension in him. We know further, in just a few hours, he's laying prostrate on the ground, weeping tears, blood coming out of his vessels due to the strain. He saw this coming, and his answer was, please eat with me. Have a last supper with me. Spend time with me. Just a God begging for love. In the garden, he was weeping and asking them, just stay with me. Just don't leave me alone. Stay with me. And they kept falling asleep. What is it like to be that lonely? For I say unto you, I will not eat of this until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and said, take and divide this among yourselves, for I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. He's saying this is a sacrifice. It's a, a way of saying that. I'm giving it all until I can bring the kingdom of God. I'm giving my all. There's nothing that I will withhold from you. And he goes on to speak, and he, he took the bread, he gave thanks, and he broke it, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Now, he's saying, I'm giving this for you. Unless we have faith in this, and stop thinking of it as just the day we had communion, we took a cup of wine and a piece of bread, Unless we understand this, it really, we're drinking it unworthily, according to Paul. But sadly, we're not going to get the benefit. It's just a piece of bread and a cup of wine. But if we understand, I'm giving this for you. This is broken for you. The benefit. Now, this is where we have to have some Bible knowledge and understand and appropriate by faith. In the Passover, when Israel was in bondage for over 400 years. 435 years. They couldn't get out. 
the answer to get out, to leave, to be thrust out, filthy rich, and get paid 435 years of wages. How do you get that in one day? The answer was to take a goat or a lamb, bring it into the house for four days. You know, you're going to fall in love with that little lamb and that little goat. They're so cute. At the end of the four days, kill it right there in front of the kids, in front of everybody. Slay that lamb. Take the blood. Can you imagine? The little pet, they had it for four days. And smear it on the door. That was so effectual that all evil passed over them. The death angel sent by God couldn't touch them. Pharaoh couldn't do a thing. The riches of Egypt were given to them. All evil intentions ceased by the blood of an animal in an instant. And after 400 years of bondage, liberty came through the blood of a goat or a baby lamb. Think, my God, this is where we do have intellect. It is for a reason, a logical process, thinking pattern. If the blood of a goat can do that, what is the blood and body of God where he says, I'm doing this for you? Well, if he sent the blood of a goat for them to affect that blessing, my God, you don't have to be Einstein to figure out, well, at least I'm going to get what they got. At least. But then conjure up the thought that this is the Son of God with the purpose sent to restore the kingdom of heaven, to stop the wages of sin, to cease this awful system. Let me describe the system to you in case we don't think because, please, no offense, but we get so busy with life. That's why these rural cultures and countries accept the sentence, the, the explanation right away. Whereas in New York, you're processing so much in America, we don't accept it. But they have time to think, believe it or not. Listen. Listen to the system. Every community in the world, from small villages to industrial cities, every community has a factory. A factory to what? To fix the species. You have picture robots that are in a factory and the broken robots come in on a conveyor line and the good robots fix the robots. That's humanity. Everywhere you go, there's a hospital and there's people dedicated to fixing the other people that are broken. That's the system. And then the system is the poor young girl or guy just by age begin to get decrepit and they can't even move and they get sick and feeble. That's the system. Everywhere. Russia, China, you name it. That's the system. I'm not done with the system. Prisons. Everywhere. Even in rural societies where they use cages. You still got to incarcerate that person who's out of their mind. Insane asylums. Courts. Because it's not enough. It's not enough to be angry with someone. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not enough to be sick. No, 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 no. It's not enough to be in prison. No, 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 no. Now we have to hate one another so much that we can't even resolve a dispute. Court systems backed up for years to fix it. And then we go to the people who fix it. They're the biggest devils in the world. No offense, lawyers. You're the only profession cursed in the Bible. Because you're so nice. When someone is really needy, 
you take advantage of them and gobble up their money and don't help them anyway wow what a system are you so jesus came to fix this god awful system oh if that's not enough let me see now we have how many diseases how many sicknesses we invent them now we, now we invented the virus okay great we have a virus but that's not enough that so many diseases we have to spend get this come on wrap your mind around it trillions of dollars per year inventing ways to kill people that are going to die anyway think about it please think about this species german shepherds don't do that birds don't do that instead of using that money for education for peace to heal to find remedies for sicknesses to create an oasis of peace in cities that are clean communities and farms no let's find a better rocket and a better bullet and a better bomb to kill the 50 year old guys who's going to die anyway in 20 30 years what a system so jesus comes to stop that heinous creation of man the bastard child of satan this species whether you like to admit it or not so god then comes to take away what initiated that awful system and that was sin and he says i'm doing this for you i repeat the blood of a goat fixed everything the blood of god why doesn't it fix it? Because people just do it like a religious thing, they're, like a habit. They just take, they don't even have any idea what they're doing. Please think about this. Because it's called the blood of communion, the Last Supper, that Jesus wanted to have with his men that he loved and he was going to die for. That they were going to betray him anyway. He knew it and he could care less. He still loved them. But it's called communion. It's called the cluster. Don't destroy it, God says, because the blessing is in the cluster. So what do people do? They leave church on a Sunday and they're criticizing the ant by 7 o'clock tonight. What happened to the communion? They don't understand this. The way they don't understand the three measures of meal if you were here. There's, this is supposed to be fellowship, love. I take care of you, you take care of me. Not I criticize you, you criticize me worse. We, we just violate the sense the spirit, the essence of communion, where we get together, we love one another. And if you mess me up, I forgive you. Why? Because I'm going to mess you up and you got to forgive me. The system was restored, but the people don't accept it. Broken for you, torn to pieces for you. You see, when he gave the bread, he had to break the bread. Ask yourself why. Well, first, in the natural, what good is that piece of bread going to do us if we don't break it? We have to break it to share and partake. But he was taking his body broken. First, he said, thank you. <laughs> he knows he's about to be tortured. The first thing he does is say, thank you, God. Then he breaks the bread and he goes, I'm breaking this for you. Get the message. He's thinking, I'm going to destroy my body for you. The least you're going to do is take that piece of bread and share it with somebody. You're going to take that knowledge of my broken body and you're going to distribute it to people. That's why you fed the thousands. It's a sign. It's a message. Give it away. Give it out. You have this knowledge. You have communion. Go have communion tomorrow with your wife or your husband. 
Go have communion Wednesday morning with your kids before they go to school. Have communion before you go to bed with God by yourself. Take the bread and the wine and say, I acknowledge you. I know what you've done for me. You've broken for me to heal me, set me free. The breaking of the bread is the expression of the body of God. That's why he said to do it. It's an expression of communion. What's wine? Think, what's wine? Wine is the expression of the life of the vine. Think, what is wine? But the manifestation of the life, of the essence, of the ingredient, of the blessing of the vine, which then gives us the grape, which then pressed the cross of Christ and the suffering, gives us the expression, the juice, the vitality, the manifestation, the reality of the vine. So he's saying, take my blood, take my body. It's the expression of the reality, the wine. Take it and give it to someone. Express me to someone. Don't just be the vine closed by yourself. What good is that? Oh, come on. You can at least support this individual that's clapping. See this. It's the expression of something. The vitality. The proof, if you would, that God wants to bless you. It's broken for us. But the thought that this was going to happen in just a few hours, Paul says, the same night. Let's go there. 1 Corinthians 11. This is Paul. I have received of the Lord that which also I'm delivering to you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, the same night he took the bread, he knew what was coming. And he didn't care. Agony, torture, disfigurement of his body. He didn't care. And we think that this is not effectual. This is life-changing. If you're not, please, let me, let me be blunt. If you're not going to have faith in this, what exactly are you going to have faith in? If you're not going to believe in the broken, tortured body of God, in the blood that's expressed through him shedding it, pouring out on the ground, if that doesn't move you to believe he loves you and that he'll answer your prayer, because he said in Romans, if I'm willing to do that, can you kind of be logical and figure out I'm willing to do anything for you? While you were yet sinners, I did this for you. When you were in debauchery, when you were rebelling against me, when you were betraying me, I still blessed you. You don't even know I was blessing you while you were betraying me. My God, now when you're my child and you're my wife, I'm not going to take care of you? Where have we lost our minds? Where have we been blinded? Please, if this doesn't give you your miracle, nothing is going to give you your miracle. If you don't have faith here, you don't have faith. This is it. This is the plan. There's no other plan. He's not coming up with a better idea. He can't say much more than, this is my body broken for you. What can you say to someone better than that? Wife, husband, man, this is my body broken for you. We had someone that needed brand new Unfortunately, he got to us late, but he needed a kidney transplant. There was no donor. 
a sister. They called the sister. She didn't even think. She said, that's for my brother? Yes. Where do I have to go? That was her answer. Is there a love more than that? This is my body. I'm giving it to you. I can't give you more than that. What can I give you? Oh, I can give you something a bit more. I can be tortured in front of you, shed my blood in front of you, gasp for air on a cross for you, have my hair and my face ripped off my skeleton, expose the bones in my back, be stabbed right through my heart, hang naked in front of my mother, be mocked like I'm a dog. I guess I could do a little bit more for you. I did. If that doesn't stir you to say, my God, give me faith for this. Let me believe as I walk up to take. It's too precious. That's why Paul said, don't do it in a regular manner. You know why he rebuked them? The Corinthian church? This is amazing. It's just human nature. They just came for the food. They came and they said, wow, that's, that's a nice meal. And when they figured out that the meal would be that sumptuous, in the future meals, they got there early. And it would take now their wife and kids, come on, we're going to Pancake House, we're going to get free food, a buffet. I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. It's serious. And they would go there and take plates and go and sit. And then someone got the bread idea. Hey, man, if we get there even earlier, we can get all the good stuff before the poor people come because they don't contribute to this. So let's get all the good chicken and let's get all the good fish. And we're going to eat really fast before they get here so we don't have to share it. And Paul says to them, okay, you guys really are missing the entire point here. And he tells them, if you're going to do it that way, you better think it through carefully and examine yourself. Because if you drink and eat that way, the opposite of the spirit of communion, the opposite of the spirit of my body broken for you, that Jesus can say, wait a minute, this is my blood, not your blood. If you can just eat that way, be careful. Because you're drinking it in an unworthy manner. You're disrespecting God. Not a cool thing to do. And then he goes on to admonish them. And he says these words, very foreboding. Many people who do that fall asleep sick and die. Because they were that. I mean, it's sacrilegious. It's bordering on the edge of blaspheme. It's such a misunderstanding. We should come up here because we love him. Because he's precious to us. Because we adore what our Savior has done for us. Our Savior. You heard that song that Michael sang. Why do you love me? We're going to play that while the communion is being served. And I ask that you ask God, beseech him to touch your spirit. To make you fall in love with him. He's so marvelous. He's so beautiful. He deserves our respect particularly when we discuss such a sacrifice as his. And the blessing. You know, the psalmist said something amazing. He was in a lot of trouble. His enemy was going to kill him. He was caught. 
it was over and he sought God he goes God I know I'm a sinner I'm so sorry save me please save me because the doom is coming and you see that God arises and in spite of his inadequacies his sin his inequities God saves him and now he becomes reflective and he says what should I give the God who saved me what can I do for you that you would be so gracious as to pull me out of this bind that you would show up when I didn't deserve it what should I do for you and you might think that God would request something huh? do this or that no God said this take the cup of salvation what I want to bless you more and I want you to honor my son this is how you can bless me and thank me take the cup of salvation what let me bless you I love you so much if you love me let me bless you what a Lord we serve it's foreign to the human mind communion is foreign to the human mind vengeance is the human mind anger unforgiveness the opposite of this that's why so many people take it and really nothing happens they don't understand it and if you don't understand it you can't appropriate it and since this is the plan well you're trying to do Christianity without the instruction book Paul goes on unbelievable the same night and when he had given thanks can you imagine Jesus Christ knowing what's going to happen and he's saying thank you father that I'm about to be tortured thank you father that I'm about to be ripped to pieces what are you thanking him for Jesus because what I'm going to get I'm going to get all my people saved for the joy that was set before him he endured this agony knowing you realize the consequence of this table so he goes father thank you that they're going to be set free thank you that our children will be with us thank you they'll be healthy again and strong and prosperous thank you that they won't be in bondage to the enemy thank you and then the bible says that through this cross he destroyed the works of the enemy annihilated satan satan is not your enemy a lack of understanding and a lack of faith is the enemy take and eat this he broke it take eat this is my body broken for you do this in remembrance goes on in the same manner the cup of the new testament there's something new coming can somebody say today something new is coming can somebody say something wonderful is just headed my way i'm gonna live in the new testament something new testament is coming my way good lord this is gonna be an amazing year here it comes the newness of, here it comes Faith, you drink that blood, you eat that body, something new is going to happen in you. Please. This is the New Testament. Listen to where it is. In my blood. You know what he's saying? That's 100% success. Do you know that faith never fails? Everybody says love never fails. It doesn't. Why don't you read the last scripture in 1 Corinthians 13? Faith never fails. Faith cannot fail. It's impossible for faith to fail. Cannot happen. Failure is not an option. So he's saying, this is being done in my blood. You're guaranteed success. Guaranteed success if you believe that. Guaranteed. I don't care. 
okay i gotta stop it's so important people their faith blows it here 99 percent of the time because initially they have sort of hope sort of faith okay but hope is not a strategy so they sort of have faith sort of that's enough mustard seed but they now your desire is accomplished like daniel's prayer you pray mark 11 believe you have it and you're going to have it so i pray okay god man god please i i want that job i want that business i please i want that ministry and god says yes god says yes but now it's accomplished but it's not manifested and that's where they blow it the bible says don't walk by sight so god says yes it's accomplished you have it but the spirit realm now will manifest it in the short future and it's that interim time where people completely lose their faith they mistake misunderstand accomplished desired answered yes to manifestation and because they don't understand the difference they think god said no it's it's kindergarten come on it's kindergarten in my book this please because of this please because i said all that to say this because here we go this is the message for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you do proclaim the lord's death until he comes this is a speech this is the gospel you have to proclaim this if you do this privately and quietly you've missed the entire point this is god to bless you so that then you would bless another communion communion doesn't stop with you and god or you and your husband communion is the expression of the vine communion is giving out the wine communion is you you having communion tomorrow tonight with someone in your family or at work tomorrow morning you sitting down during lunch in the store the factory wherever you work school you say come on come here we're gonna have communion what is that there you go proclaim the lord's death it's to show and proclaim the lord's death you have to put on a proclamation a show that's what this is all about if you don't do that that and you just take communion today and that's it you have missed the entire essence and point of communion 100 percent so why how much do you love jesus if you don't want to tell somebody about jesus did you just hear what i said did you just hear what i said how much hello thank you i've been waiting for you young lady how much do you love jesus if you don't tell anybody about jesus are you, you are, listen you better that's right you you have communion you tell everybody tomorrow i had communion you i what you had communion yes where at church with god what let's do it now i'll show you proclaim the lord's death till he come and if you don't I guarantee you study your Bible you don't know the first thing about communion and if you don't know the first thing you're not gonna get the second thing you must take communion to give communion you have to take the broken bread when he fed the thousands break it and give it to someone the doctrine the body of Christ break it further keep breaking Christ keep doing it take the blood as we said it's the essence of the vine it's the manifestation and give it to somebody now you've understood communion and now this will change your life today something new is about to happen